You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Matthew chapter 1 in your Bibles we are uh, talking about in the Christmas story. We're talking about the times when God spoke to Zacharias in Luke 1. God spoke to Mary in Luke 1. This morning we saw God spoke to the shepherds in Luke chapter 2. Tonight I want to show you where God spoke to Joseph. And God spoke to the wise men in Matthew chapter 1 and chapter 2. It says in Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 18, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, notice verse 20, Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying. Now, every word of the Bible is important. I've said that, I think, every service, these last three services. Every word of the Bible is important. Every, Bible, every word of the Bible is the word of God. But here we see that this is a direct message. This is a verbatim. This is in quotes. This is the message that God has for Joseph. He sends an angel to warn him in a dream. And the angel said, verse 20, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Now think about that. Joseph was getting ready. He thought that Mary had been unfaithful to him. He was getting ready to, to put her away. He was getting ready to uh, accuse her of being uh, immoral. He was ready to do all of that. And the angel said, time out. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. And that's not the way it is. That which is conceived in Mary is from the Holy Ghost. In verse 21, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Aren't you glad that Joseph listened to the word of God? Aren't you glad that Joseph received the message? Uh, aren't you glad that God still speaks today? And God's got a message for us. I'm glad that God speaks to priests like Zacharias. I'm glad God speaks to women like Mary. I'm glad God speaks to workers like the shepherds. I'm glad that God speaks to men like us. I'm glad God speaks to husbands. And husbands, don't ever let it be that your wife is the one that always has to be the spiritual leader. We need some men of God. We need some men that will get a word from God and listen and obey and follow. And Joseph had a message from God. Verse 23, now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us father speak to our hearts i pray in these next few moments we ask these things in jesus name amen number one i see as god speaks in this passage to joseph i see number one it's a message of peace <laughs> remember that's the that was the message this morning the angel said to the shepherds fear not and now god says to joseph he says you don't have to be afraid to take mary to be your wife you don't have to be afraid to follow my plan you don't have to be afraid to do exactly what i've told you to do 
Can I tell you, friend, tonight, you don't have to be fearful when you follow God's plan. When you do what God says, you don't have to be stressed. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be a nervous wreck. You can trust God. Number one, I see the peace of God. Fear not to do what God says, but then secondly, I see the plan of God. The plan is this, even when it doesn't make sense. God's plan always works. You see, that's the Christian life. The Christian life is we walk by faith and not by sight. Now, we'd rather walk by sight. Let's be honest. We'd rather figure everything out. We'd rather see it all all ahead and know exactly how it's going to turn out. But that's not faith. Faith is believing something without seeing it. And Joseph was commanded by God, fear not to take unto thee Mary Thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. I told our students a week ago at the last chapel, uh, as that we dismissed for Christmas break, I said, the only thing you have to fear about the will of God is missing it. That's the only thing you have to be fearful about when it comes to God's plan for your life. The only thing you need to be fearful about is missing what God has. If you'll follow God's plan, you don't have to worry. You don't have to fear. You can trust God. But thirdly, I see in this passage, I see the message is that of the presence of God. It says in verse 23, and this was fulfilled, which the the prophet had spoken. And in verse 23, that a virgin shall be with child and bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Now, I don't have time tonight to tell you, and you don't have time to listen to a study on all the names of God. But I love all the names of God. And that's a wonderful study. I love all the names of Jesus. I love the name Jesus. I love the name Master. I love the name uh, Savior. I love the name Lord. I love uh, the, the fact that Jesus is the Messiah. I love all of that. But this name right here is different from all the rest. Because this name introduced a brand new concept to God's people. They always had a God that they had to approach through the temple. They had a God that they had to approach through the sacrifices. They had a God that Moses could go and talk to him, or the the prophet could talk to him, or the priest could talk to him. But each and every person in Israel couldn't talk to God and and have a one-on-one with God. But now, today, friend, we have God with us. We have Emmanuel. And I'm glad that we have God who is with us. You see, he's promised he'll never leave us nor forsake us. You say, well, why is it sometimes I don't feel close to God? Well, it's not God's fault if you don't feel close. It's not God's fault if I don't feel close. It is my fault because the Bible says if we will draw nigh to God, he'll draw nigh to us. The Bible says says that when uh, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Maybe you're here today and maybe you feel like you're not as close to God as you should be. Well, you've got God with you and he's never going to leave you. But maybe today you just need to get a little closer in your fellowship and your relationship and your communion with him. But I see the message of the presence of God. Turn with me, if you would, over to chapter number two. We see as God speaks now to the wise men. And in verse number 12, the Bible says that these wise men, they brought gifts to Jesus Uh, They followed the star to get there. But when they got there, they brought their gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And they presented their gifts there to Jesus. And it says in verse 12, And being warned of God in a dream 
that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. I see God had a message for these wise men, and this was a message to follow the path of God. This was a message of warning them not to go the way they had planned to go, but instead to go a different way to get to their home. This was a change of direction. Now, let's be honest. Most of us, we don't like to admit it when we're going the wrong direction. And if you're a man in this building, you certainly don't stop and ask anybody. And if you're lost, it's the GPS's fault, right? If you're lost, it's not your fault. It's somebody else's fault. But here, these wise men, they had instructions to go a different way. And here's the beauty. They said, yes. Lord, we don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to us. That's not the way we were planning to go. But whatever you say. Wouldn't it be good this Christmas? Wouldn't it be good at the end of 2023 if we'd have some folks that would say, God, I don't want my will to be done. I just want your will. I don't have to have my way. I just want your way. I don't have to go down my path. I just want it to be your path. And lead me in a plain and a clean uh, and a clear path, and I will follow you. Their path. It's interesting that God warned the wise men of somebody to avoid. His name was Herod. And maybe there's some people in your life that maybe God's been speaking to you and saying, you need to avoid that person. You need to avoid that individual. You need to avoid that crowd. May I remind you, the Bible has a lot to say about the people you associate with. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Uh, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Uh, uh, He that walketh with Wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. We see that these wise men were warned by God to change their direction, and they did. By the way, verse 22, Joseph was warned by God, uh, uh, warned by God, and he also, the Bible says, turned aside. He went a different way because of the warning of God. I'm thankful today that we don't have to wait for a dream. We don't have to wait for an angel to appear. I'm glad to tell you today that we have a more sure word of prophecy. We have the inspired, infallible, inerrant word of God. We have a message from God for today. But then I see quickly, I see in verse number 13, I see that God had another message for Joseph. It says in verse 13, and when they were departed... Uh, the um, wise men were departed. Behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word. I see quickly, number five, I see that there's a message of purpose. Now, this message of purpose is God tells Joseph, he says, Arise. It's time to get up. It's time to get busy. It's time to get going. And maybe that is the message that God has for you tonight. Maybe 2023, maybe you've been dragging your feet in spiritual things. Maybe 2023 is a a year that you you have not accomplished what God has for you. I want to tell you, wouldn't it be good on this Christmas Eve if you would answer the call of God and say, I'm going to get busy. I'm going to get up. 
I'm not going to be lazy when it comes to uh, spiritual things. I'm going to get up. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. I'm going to love my family. I'm going to love God. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to be who God wants me to be. And that's the message that God has for us. It's a message of action. As a matter of fact, that's what the Christian life is. It is the great commission. Go ye into all the world. We're not sitting back waiting for everybody to come to us. We're supposed to go to them. The action of the Bible is to follow Christ. The action of the Bible is to put on the whole armor of God, to fight the good, of, good fight of faith. The, the, the Christian life is to run the race with patience that is set before us. The Christian life is to give everything you have to serve God and to do it with all thy might. But then I see lastly in this passage, I see number six, I see there is a message that you're not going to like to hear this one, but I'm going to give it to you because it's what God has to say. Verse 13, arise and take the young child. And we kind of like that. We kind of like doing stuff, don't we? We like getting something accomplished. We like getting busy. We like going after it. But the angel said, arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt and be thou there until I bring thee word again. Mm. You know what that is? That's a message of patience. That's a message of perseverance. That's a message that says, sometimes you just got to wait on God. Sometimes God will give you something to do, and he'll say, you keep doing this until I tell you differently. God will tell you to go to a place. Uh, maybe it's Nigeria. God will have you go to a place. Maybe it's Roanoke Rapids. Like God called my wife and I 10 years ago, and I'm glad we came, and I'm, I'm glad that we followed God's will. But can I tell you something? When God gives you a place and God gives you a job, you stay there, and you persevere, and you stay patient, and you follow the word of God unless God gives you a different word, unless God comes and says, hey, there's something else. And I'm sure glad God hasn't given us another word. And Brother Barker, I'm guessing God's not giving you another word. You're on deputation. You're doing everything you can to get to Nigeria. But can I tell you this? We are to be patient. We are to be faithful until he comes back. And friend, one of these days, he's coming back. One of these days, he will return, and we will not regret the faithfulness that we have had. We'll not regret the obedience that we've had. We will not regret that we have followed his command. Verse 13. And be thou there until I bring thee word. I'm glad that God has a message. And my challenge to you on this Christmas Eve is let's listen to the message that God has for us. Let's not miss it. There's a lot of messages out there. There's a lot of calls. There are a lot of pleas. There are a lot of appeals out there to get your attention. But let's not miss the message that God has for our life. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.